0: How is everybody doing? We are live. I hope everybody is having a fabulous day. <clears throat> I uh, told you so. Um, it's going to be ridiculous the amount that weight loss uh, that weight loss drugs are pushed along with weight loss surgeries. So again, I fucking told you so. Uh, I, I, I really do. I think Mark and I are just going to have shirts made up that say, I told you so on them, just so I can just point to the shit on a daily basis at this point in time. Um, fucking crazy. I hope everybody's getting ready to have a very happy Thanksgiving for those of you that are celebrating tomorrow. For those of you from a different country, I hope you have a great fucking Thursday. Uh, I am very excited. We are having my wife, my son, and I. We are just going to cook and have a good time. I might go live at some point in time just because it is, you know, a nice day. I I was thinking maybe tomorrow we could do the – would be a nice day to do uh, – Alan is late. Alan is not late. Alan is right on fucking time. Alan Alan was here at 1 o'clock, just like Alan said. He would be here at 1 o'clock. Somebody just said I'm late. Ugly jazz? Nah. I'm just kidding. It's all good. Uh, it would not surprise me because like when you have ADHD, you can get distracted by a fucking, you know, little floof thing floating in the air and all of a sudden five minutes disappears. But I gonna say hi, uh, Mallory. How are you? Oh, What's going on? Gel Marie Bruce. What's happening? Janet, how you doing? Here for the BS. I'm about to spit some. Uh, Sophia, what's going on? Slatsukin, uh, Big Spoon Bear, Little Monster, Cactus Patch, Ladyhawk. Oh, look, everyone's going to go on Pharma. Yep, yep, I, yep. And I called it. I called it Christian. How are you, Michael? How are you doing? I made it it to one of your live streams. Keep up good work. Thank you very much, Jess, Chloe. um, uh, Tin foil crowns at the ready. Yeah. I'm somehow, it's so strange to get called a fucking uh, conspiracy theorist when you're fucking right all the time. It's, I mean, I, I, and I can't, I wish I could word it in a different way, but my, myself my wife mark we've been right a lot <laughs> like a lot a lot i mean the conspiracy theorist is actually the person that says shit that ends up being wrong if you ask me um i haven't been wrong about anything so uh, anyway i mean i'm sure there's shit i've been wrong about or not 100 right about but I've called it pretty fucking down the road. That's for goddamn sure. Um, uh, let's see. Lady Hawk. Uh, I'm still be taking my uh, Ember No Morbidity, so I don't binge tomorrow. That's good. That's very. I'm taking mine. I'm still taking mine for sure. Um, in fact, I got to take my second half of... I want to do that with you guys right here. I'm taking the ingredients for product two. And then I'll take No Morbidity here in a little while. After this, I've had so far, for those of you that don't know, that you can follow my uh, my weight loss and stuff like that on, at the, the, on the actual group uh, right here. You can just buy the book. The new book ought to be out. And anyway, here you go. That's no morbidity, fuck being fat, celebrate weight loss, Thrall. through all. You get uh, access to the Hunger Management Support Group. And I hope everybody will be, uh, be actively joining that as readily as possible to help me go on along. And uh, I'm going to, like I said, probably get down to like sub 10% right about the beginning of February. I uh, already started out. I'm very low on carbohydrates for the last couple of days, feeling absolutely motherfucking phenomenal. Um, and I did just want to tell everybody, if you join the Hunger Management Support Group, you get access to crystals live and pre-recorded classes. Uh, it for right now until right after the right after the uh, the holiday. So Friday starting well Monday Monday. Uh, it's nine ninety nine, but you get this is her class schedule for this week. Uh, like this morning, she already went for a group walk. She's doing her sort of yoga. Then Happy Thanksgiving. Then she's doing strength and endurance at eleven a.m. on Friday. Uh, we're also this Friday, by the way. Her and I are going to be discussing. I'm um, doing, doing a documentary discussion it is posted if you go to my channel and uh, it is already posted you can in the comment section in the de- description box I mean go to the discussion that we're going to be discussing upon about sugar uh, this Friday at 1 p.m. but she went for a group walk hellfire circuit and she re- does new classes not new uh, not totally new but she does uh, different classes live every week so she's just a fucking she's she's the shit. I mean, there's no other way around it. She, she is, she is amazing. She's literally my coach, Um, but please do join uh, the app and the group and everyone like that. We appreciate the support. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Yes, take it. I asked earlier in the week and I thought, uh, just gave me an excuse to overeat, but I didn't take it. And, but thank you, Alan, for setting me the right way. Very, thank you. You're very welcome. You're very, very welcome. First live stream I made in a while, Tomte. That's good. Uh, Amy Jacobs, how are you? Lacey Shrinks, Tiker. Speaker. What's up? Hope you have a good day. Uh, hello, Ellen. My son and I will be running a 5K Thanksgiving morning. Good for you, motherfucker. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. Laura and anybody I missed. Whoop, can Crystal provide a healthy recipe for sweet potatoes? Uh, I know it's short notice. Uh, I will ask her. But sweet potatoes, I basically I bake. Basically, I'm going to bake them off. Add cinnamon to them because that's my dish. Uh, I'm going to bake them off today, then I'm going to peel them, then I'm going to mash them together, uh, and I'm going to add seasonings to it, and then I will top it with, uh, I'm probably going to add some apple butter with uh, pecans on top of it, and possibly the marshmallows, you know? Really what would you say? That's not, really that, healthy, That's not that really that healthy, but, I mean, it's Thanksgiving, so... Uh, I mean, it, if, you fo- if you follow along with my coaching, our coaching, I, I fucking say my all the time, but if you follow along with our coaching, um, holidays are to indulge. Like That's the thing. Holidays are absolutely for indulgence. It'll probably be like one big, what we're probably going to do is have one big meal uh, and dessert, and then we're going to have probably a charcuterie board um, of cheese, olives, and uh pepperoni salamis and stuff like that that'll probably be the entirety of the food for tomorrow just so you know and if you are on oh you got you got a notification that's awesome um and if you are on the uh the hunger management support group you'll get to see all the food and crystal already i believe did share a bunch of healthy recipes on the hunger management support group like what we what we normally do leland gaunt called me selfish i have no idea why um uh, no idea none so leland um, if you want to tell me why you're calling me selfish, I, I don't know. So, uh, I'm not saying I'm not going to, I'm not saying I'm going to give a shit, but I'm just saying if you want to tell, let me know, that's all good. Um, I, I thought that was a great, uh, great that she chimed in. Thank you. Yes. She unbeknownst to people that think that I like, she's heavily involved in the entire process of everything I do. Um, cause if not. Just as a reminder, I am completely insane, motherfucker, and cannot be left to my own devices. I'm not like actually a fully functioning human being all on my own. Um, I would be—I I would spend most of my morning trying to find my pants uh, if if she wasn't around. Just—I'm not saying that that's happened before, but when she went to yoga teacher training, I just wore pajamas um, because it was easier. Um, anyway, uh, random. No shit. No shit. <clears throat> Stop. I'm getting hungry. Okay uh love that she is yeah right 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 uh what is the group walk it's it a walk and talk yes it is a walk and talk katie uh uh all the time all the time walk and talk Uh, alan is banned for from life uh, life without supervision like like me shopping i i don't go shopping by myself that would be fucking silly I'm I barely, I'm barely allowed to online shop by myself. A little funny story. So I really don't drink that much anymore. Uh, but when I did drink, I drank, I, you know, I, I loved beer. Uh, but for some reason, wine hits me differently. Um, and this is forever ago. This was like right when we got married, right? Um, and I had just started working for healthcare and I had gotten our my bonus check or something like that for the year and uh, sat down at the table when we were, I think that was over a holiday now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, sat on a table and had a few glasses from the box wine because redneck. Uh, and unbeknownst to me, uh, ended up ordering like, uh, you know, tickets to a concert. We lived in South Carolina at the time. I bought tickets to a concert in Pittsburgh um, and we booked a cruise. <laughs> and by we, I mean me. Uh, so I'm not even allowed to really online shop by myself. Uh, I'm definitely not allowed to go into uh, uh, going to like a Best Buy by myself. That would be very bad very, very, very bad, very bad. Um, anyway, here we go. I today getting off. Does she have a good Brussels sprouts recipes? People stop. I, I have, we have a video to do. And yes, she does. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, she does. Damn it. Um, and that sounds great. That sounds great, Katie. That sounds great. Um, these live streams while on the treadmill feel like a group walks very motivating. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, so today we're going to talk about how I fucking told you so, um, that uh, they're going to be pushing weight loss pharmaceuticals to a tremendous degree, and that's what's happening. There is a TikTok trend uh, going on that is causing a shortage of Ozempic. Now, for those of you that like just turn on the TV or go on any social media platform, and see the name Ozempic, you're gonna think it is actually a weight loss drug when it is actually a type two diabetes medication. It is is meant for people that have type two diabetes, but because they found that it helps people lose weight, and then they advertise saying, ask your doctor about Ozempic to lose weight. um, As a news flash, and this is gonna sound awfully harsh, I'm not a doctor, so listen to your fucking doctor, listen to your doctor, listen to your doctor, but understand that the difference between your doctor most of the time, and the dude at the street corner selling drugs is that one's legal and one's not, and that's about it. I mean, I'm just—that's—I'm just, uh, just going to say that. Like, the amount of drug pushing that gets pushed in the healthcare industry is one of the reasons why I left that motherfucker. Um, because, and those of you that aren't aware, I was a healthcare executive for about a dozen years. Um, it's one of the reasons why I left it. It's a matter of treating an acute style thing with pharmaceuticals versus trying to do lifestyle mitigation to prevent illness. Uh, Most very serious life, uh, life sustaining or life altering pharmaceuticals are have very serious uh, deleterious side effects uh, and cause more problems than what they actually solve. Um, When in fact, most of the time, if you look like if you look at, Nature's like Ayurvedic medicine and have uh, uh, modern techniques applied to it, like ancient wisdom, modern techniques. That's uh, an ambrosia thing. But the, one of the reasons why we, we partnered with them is because ancient wisdom, modern technique. Um, so, extracts of foods and uh, from foods and food components and stuff like that are one of the things like no morbidity, which is right here, by the way. Boom. Best weight loss product on the market. Ever. I, I, and I mean that, be, no, not just because it's my product, our product, but uh, but because four patented ingredients, human tested, at clinically tested doses, uh, helping thousands of people produce better results than what we're about to talk about here that Ozempic produces, by the way. And that is just very limited sample because they've tested for years on their people. But we have people losing 20 plus percent of their body mass in four plus months. Uh, when Ozempic's big boast is 20% of their body mass in 72 weeks. Uh, not to mention the fact that it's very seriously harsh on the system, uh, like extremely harsh on the system. So, um, things like, uh, anti-inflammatories take turmeric, like, I mean, black seed oil, uh, incredible anti-inflammatory. There's tons of different seaweeds that have incredible, uh, properties one of the main ingredients in uh, no morbidity is from a cactus plant that has been used for centuries by uh, you know people in India to suppress their hunger and increase satiety and everything like that. You know, it's there's many, many, many natural uh, causes. Now, don't get me wrong, I do believe the supplement industry has kind of a bad reputation, especially when it comes to performance supplements, because I'm not a big performance supplement guy. You know, I mean, some things work. You know, creatine obviously works with uh, with ATP. Um, Caffeine gives you a stimulant, and there's other things that help with performance, but not to the great degree that a lot of times people uh, think they are. Uh, However, the pharmaceutical industry and the FDA absolutely make it seem like the supplement industry is absolutely ridiculous and not worth anything, when in fact, I would gladly produce head to head results with our products and other people's products, especially, and this is no shit, especially when you have things like. You know, metformin is pushed on so many people, but in head-to-head studies between berberine and metformin, berberine often shows to be actually even more effective to help treat women's PCOS and uh, blood sugar regulation, those sorts of things, than metformin. So, and that's a reality. I mean, I, we've, we've on this channel gone over the studies for it multiple times. So it's just one of those things. We are going to go, so I just saw something interesting. Foodie Beauty and Amberlin were both tried Ozempic and they quit when they couldn't binge. Uh, Funny how that works. Um, You know, it's kind of sad, but I mean, it it is what it is. Uh, It's one of the things, one of the reasons why, even though when people are on no morbidity, we tell them to work on their lifestyle choices because it is easier to avoid a binge in a state of uh, absent from hunger. Um, But even on just no morbidity, one of the reasons why we tell people to avoid the taste of sweet as much as possible, at least until the end of the day, is because the taste of sweet and oftentimes sugary items cause a glycemic response that does cause sugar hunger, basically. Um, so while no morbidity is absolutely amazing, like when I take when I take it, I feel full on much smaller portions. Uh, when uh, I also just don't graze, eat, I don't think about food nearly as much. And it has a great, great, great relaxation effect. Um, but you still have to like change your lifestyle, you know? But the thing is just to be real on Ozempic and on, uh, Wegovy and, uh, Majoran or whatever it's called, you still need to be diet and exercise on these things. It just makes it easier to do so just like no morbidity and add product two to it, uh, product two that we have coming out is berberine and a few other patented ingredients. That help uh, with glycemic response. to help dampen glycemic response of uh, sugary items or any items really. Um, and they also have it. Also has fabulous uh, anti-inflammatory effects. Fabulous blood sugar regulation effects. And that ought to be coming to you sometime mid January. Um, but uh, and the name release as soon as we get patent, As soon as, soon as we get trademarked, <laughs> I, I will tell you what it is. But um, my mom was addicted to prescription drugs. I second that. It's horrible. I mean, they just push it. They just absolutely push it. Ozempic has been a godsend for me. I no longer have type two diabetes. That is amazing. It has gone into remission and it has helped me lose 70 pounds. I also changed my lifestyle feeling great. Mary, uh, Mary Carl. That is absolutely great to hear. Um, I just, again, like my, my biggest issue uh, is that it has a high side effect profile and can be dangerous. It's not in, in, in reality, I, I just think that it helps. It does not actually produce fabulous results for most people. Uh, according to their own data, I'm happy it worked for you, though. I, anybody that anybody that can that that can lose weight in any way it is and I I will say this right now. If it helps you lose 70 pounds and you don't feel any of the effects of the side effects, great. My worry is the long-term side effects when it comes to stuff like this too. But anyway, um, I wanted to point this out, Mandy Justine. Noma works great. I get pregnant every time I lose 15 pounds. And sure enough, not even three bottles in and uh, uh, your stuff. I lost 15 pounds. I got pregnant. Oh, my goodness. Well, congratulations. Uh, We have our first baby. Uh, We are first no morbidity baby, honey. So I don't know if she's still in there, but we have our first no morbidity baby. Uh, uh, This woman says Mandy Justine says Noma works. I get pregnant every time I lose 15 pounds. And sure enough. Not even three bottles into your, into your stuff. Lost, I lost 15 pounds and got pregnant. So, Alan's a strong name and so is Crystal, just so you know. So I'm just kidding. I'm absolutely kidding. Um, it would be horrible to be like, you know, you have a boy and you're like, I named, I named you after this guy and then have the child grow up and watch some of my old videos. It, that's like, prop that, that wouldn't be healthy. That wouldn't be healthy. Uh, it really, really wouldn't. Anyway, so we're gonna look at this one thing. So basically, what's happening is that TikTok supposedly is causing a shortage, uh, an actual shortage of Ozempic. Um, and here's my problem. Here, here's my actual problem with this. At no point in time should a person be like, hey, doc, I saw this advertisement for this drug and it told me to ask you about it. Um, I want to be on it because I feel I have all the symptoms and should be on it. To me, that's kind of fucked up. Um, uh, that is that is great to hear. Um, to me, that's kind of fucked up uh, that you can go to your doctor and say, hey, I want to be on this medication and then just put it on, put you on it. Now, don't get me wrong. If you have type two diabetes and stuff like that, which is what this is for, I can understand. But we're going to listen to this and we're going to then we'll discuss. This
1: morning, Ozempic, a popular medication typically prescribed for people with type two diabetes, is reportedly being used off label for weight loss by social media
0: users. It's okay. so it's being used off label Incredible how that can be used off-label with a black box warning on it, because by the way, Ozempic and Wegovy are both higher doses of a a drug called smeglutide, and smeglutide has a black box warning on it for uh, tumors, for thyroid tumors. And uh, it's amazing how the FDA allows the off usage of this, but if there's a certain like medication that won a Nobel Peace Prize, for its use in humans, that's also used in some animals. Um, they were blocking that every step of the fucking way for the last two and a half years. But this, yeah, uh, this apparently no problem.
1: Here. The FDA has reported intermittent shortages of the drug. Social media users like TikToker Alyssa Clayton praising the drug's results for slimming down. Alyssa sharing these before and after photos of the effects of the medication over the course of 18 months.
0: First of all, that's phenomenal for her. 18 months, uh, uh, 18 months, and 60 pounds down. That's pretty good. Congratulations. Um, that's what I would expect with uh, normal normal diet and exercise. Just to be real, because uh, 18 months is in fact 70 some weeks. So that's less than a pound a week. Just to be real, uh, like that's like 0. 0.75 uh, 0.75 pounds. A week. Uh, not really something I would classify as phenomenal results, but as long as she keeps it off, that's outstanding.
1: I wanted something that was non-invasive. Being pre-diabetic, that's scary for me. I mean, if I'm 60 pounds lighter now than I was a year ago, I, I feel like that has increased the quality of my life and hope absolutely, hopefully the length of my life. Ozempic, an FDA-approved treatment for type 2 diabetes,
0: uh, just, just so everybody understands, FDA approval and treatment. Like the, the FDA recalls twenty five percent of the drugs they approve for danger for being dangerous. Just, so, uh, they should not allow it to be used off label. Diabetics can greatly benefit from this medication. I completely agree, hundred percent. I completely agree. Because uh, if you're if you're a type two diabetic, the pressing issue is to be is to is to reverse that. The absolute pressing issue. I completely agree, Mary. Uh, is to absolutely reverse that
1: is known to improve blood sugar alongside diet and exercise to reduce
0: alongside diet and exercise.
1: Reduce the risk of major cardiovascular events such as heart attack, stroke, or death in adults with type two diabetes.
0: Notice how like they just like, you know, it's amazing how we're at a stage in society where we have article we have people like uh, uh, people that are like at the New York Post right now fucking uh, like, you know, like they're actually pulling articles almost every single day about about obesity and acceptance of obesity and how it's fine and fat trainers and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but yet at the same time, the companies are trying to terrify people. Like if you don't take Ozempic, uh, if you do take it, it reduces your risk of heart rate, stroke and death. Where do you think those fucking things come from? From obesity and from type 2 diabetes and things like that, you know? Uh, it's crazy. Uh, crazy.
1: Although Ozempic is not explicitly approved for chronic weight management, it can be prescribed off-label and used safely for this purpose for people who are obese.
0: Now, safely is, is definitely a... Um, uh, we're going to get to that. Safely is, you know... It depends on what you consider safely. Um, I, I don't, to me, like that's, that's very subjective, but it is definitely slow enough to be, to be safe weight loss. However, my issue with this is, is just this. It is a type two diabetes medication that is so being used so sparsely uh, that the, the, the people that it actually is meant that it was developed for can't use it because it's it's uh, because it's basically you know sparse now you know and sparse by sparse means they need to bump bump the prices up.
1: However, the weight loss drug Wegovy, also made by Nova Nordisk, is FDA approved for weight loss. It's the same drug semaglutide, but prescribed at a higher dosage. According to the FDA, both drugs are in short supply. One of the
0: <laughs> They're going to jack the prices up.
1: The reasons we have a shortage of Ozempic is that a version of the same medicine called Wigovi has been approved by the FDA. Yep. But because of supply chain issues, it's been in very short supply. And so people have been using Ozempic instead. Nova Nordisk telling ABC News, we are currently experiencing intermittent supply disruptions on various doses of Ozempic due to the combination of incredible demand coupled with overall global supply constraints. While product continues to be manufactured and shipped.
0: That means they're having a hard time getting it from China. By
1: the way, in some areas of the country will experience delays, we are making both short and long term investments to solve for these temporary challenges for Good Morning America.
0: Okay, so what I wanted to do from here is go to a few of these. We're going to get rid of that. Uh, Whoop! Hang on. These medications don't work unless you change your lifestyle. Of course. I mean, uh, uh, let's see. The GLP-1 helps with satiety. How do you feel about that, Alan? I feel, I, I feel that because it is actually an artificial hormone that kind of negates your hunger hormone, I would rather go towards blocking the mechanism of it. But, I mean, I'm not saying they don't work. I'm saying that they don't work as well as people think they do. But uh, And I'm saying that people should very much be be worried about it. I guarantee a lot of uh, Body Positive followers will flock to this. I completely agree. When you stretch your stomach out, you feel hungry way more often, so you eat more downward spiral. I kind of agree with that, too. I took Alan's advice and eating 75% of my plate, drinking some water, and then waiting 10 minutes, ate uh, half the amount I usually do for lunch, and was absolutely stuffed minutes later. Thank you. You're very welcome. It is just a very simple thing, you know. Um, Why are people so interested in using uh, a drug over working out? See, the thing is, it's not working out, though. OK, like and this is this is this is a, something that people need to grasp. It's not working out. It's, a, it's absolutely not. OK, it is the consistency of your daily caloric energy exchange. You know, uh, it's, it is not about necessarily working out. It is about uh, you, know, you consistently eating calories that are going to be conducive to you staying at a certain weight workouts, you're never going to, you're never going to out, outwork a bad diet. They need, people need to control the amount of calories going in their mouth. People can work out for an hour. And most people at the intensity level that they can get up, they can actually push themselves for an hour, depending on how big they are. They can burn anywhere from 300 to 600 extra calories. Most of the time in just an hour. Uh, It's not like they can actually burn off a thousand calories. Like they need to actually control the food uh for a lot of people that work out really really hard like i mean we talk about uh, april lynn here all the time uh april works out which you know for supposedly like two hours a day but still barely loses weight and if she, when she can't work out i believe she gains weight you know um yeah it doesn't matter what drug you take it's calories and calories out absolutely absolutely um so what we're going to do here is we are going to take a look at a few protests. Boom, uh, boom. Here we go. We're gonna look at this. So this is, uh, this right here, is from the Ozempic, uh, from the actual Ozempic website. Okay, um, and I just wanted to point out a few things. So, Ozempic is not indicated for weight loss. <laughs> uh, this is on the this is on their website. So the very first mark, it's not indicated for weight loss. Uh, And I'm not saying it's not. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not. Um, But I did want to show this here. This is the important safety information. Uh, It has a risk of thyroid C uh, C cell tumors. Um, So I would be worried about it. It is only in rodents. Smyglutide causes uh, dose-dependent and treatment-duration-dependent thyroid C cell Tumors and clinically relevant exposures. It is unknown whether ex- it is unknown whether ozempic causes thyroid C cell tumors, including media, uh, medullary thyroid carcinoma, in humans. As human relevant human relevance of speculatud induced rodent thyroid C cell tumors has not been determined. In other words, they have not fucking studied it. They know it causes tumors in animals, but they just decided fuck it. We don't need to know about humans. Um, welcome to the pharmaceutical industry. Uh, Ozempic is contraindicated in patients with a personal or family history of MTC and in patients with multiple endocrine neoplasma syndrome type 2 uh, men uh, counsel patients regarding the potential risk of MTC uh, with the use of Ozempic and inform them that symptoms of thyroid tumors, masses in the neck, dysphagia, uh, dyspnea, and persistent hoarseness. Routine monitoring of serum, uh, and or other using uh, or thyroid ultrasound is an uncertain value so basically it's a lot of uncertainty um let me let me change this up here just a little bit so i can there we go um indications and limitations of use so zempics magnitude injections 0.5 milligrams one milligram two milligrams is indicated as an adjunct to diet and exercise and improved clinical uh, glycemic and improved glycemic control in adults with type 2 diabetes melanitis uh, and to reduce the risk of major adverse cardiovascular event cv death uh, non-fatal myocardial infraction and non-fatal stroke in adults with type 2 diabetes and established uh, cardiovascular disease. And that is because it does help the person to, in fact, control their blood sugar regulation. So, uh, and it's uh, it helps the person control their hunger. Therefore, when it controls their hunger and is taken along with a healthier diet, a healthier diet is much less uh, uh, glycemic responsive, meaning uh, it is much less, they aren't taking in as many carbohydrates, they're not spiking their blood sugar as much. And since they're not as hungry, they're not able, they're not necessarily having to do this. So. Um, contraind- contraindications. Ozempic is contraindicated in patients with a personal family history of MTC. We already went over that. Warning and precautions. Risk of C- thyroid C cell tumors. Patients should be referred to an endocrinologist for further evaluation if seria- serum uh, calcitin is measured and found to be evaluated- elevated in thyroid nodules, are noted in physical examination or neck imaging. So, in other words, they would have to actually, like, I happen to know this, they don't actually bring you in very fucking often. Uh, to check this shit. And they definitely don't run that test on people. Pancreatitis, acute and chronic pancreatitis have been reported in clinical studies. So acute and chronic pancreatitis have been reported in clinical studies. Observe patients uh, carefully for, observe patients carefully for signs of and symptoms of pancreatitis, persistent severe abdominal pain, sometimes radiating into the lower back with or without vomiting. Uh, if, pancreatitis is in sub, if pancreatitis is suspected, discontinue exempt promptly. And if pancreatitis is confirmed, do not restart diabetic retinopathy complications in a two-year trial involving patients with type 2 diabetes and high, uh, high cardiovascular risk, more events of diabetic retinopathy compl- uh, complications occurred in patients treated with Ozempic, 3%. So 3% of people, 3% of, this pe- of these people had worse outcomes of diabetic retinopathy. Compared with placebo, 1.8%. So 1.2% increase So is what it, what it actually is. So in other words, a 75% increase of, of, of uh, diabetic retinopathy risk, 75% increased. Uh, the abs- the absolute risk increase for diabetic retinopathy complications was larger among patients with a history of diabetic retinopathy at baseline. So if you have diabetic retinopathy, I wouldn't even to think about using this. Never share an Zempic pen because bloodborne pathogens. Hypoglycemia, patients receiving a Zempic, uh in combination with an insulin uh, with insulin, of course, uh, have increased risk of hypoglycemia, including severe hypoglycemia informed patients use. uh, So basically, if you're also using insulin, metformin, those sorts of things you should watch out. Acute kidney injury. There have been postmarked reports of acute kidney injury, meaning it's causing acute kidney injury uh, and worsening of chronic renal failure, which uh, may sometimes require hemodialysis, which is dialysis in patients treated with a GLP-1 receptor agonists. Some of these events have been reported in patients without their without knowing underlying renal disease. So that means that your doctor put you on this medication knowing that it might cause acute kidney injury, without checking to see if you have any uh, kidney issues. Uh, again, just so everybody understands, the third leading cause of death in the United States is, in fact, medical error. It kills about 450,000 people a year as of 2020. Uh, or going into 2020, it was 2019 numbers for 2020 was what it was released. It's about 450,000 people a year um, die from medical error. Uh, And I would definitely count this as one of them. A majority of the reported events occurred in patients who had experienced nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, and dehydration. We'll get to that in just a second. Uh, monitor renal function when indicated at escalated dosage of ozempic. Now I will say that nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea occurred in about 25 to 45 percent of the people that do take ozempic. I mean it's it's a huge number uh, so and we'll get to that here in a little bit. Um, hypersensitivity, serious hypersensitivity reactions, anaphylaxis or uh, uh, angioedema have been reported in patients treated with ozempic if hypersensitivity occurs, Discontinue use of Exempic, treat promptly per standard of care, and monitor until uh, signs and symptoms are resolved. Use caution in a patient with a history of angioedema or anaphylaxis with another GLP-1 receptor. Acute gallbladder disease, acute events of gallbladder disease, such as, uh, I can't pronounce that word, and I can't pronounce this word because my ADHD won't allow me, apparently, uh, have been reported in GLP-1 receptors, agonist trials, and postmark, meaning afterwards. Uh, so, in other words, you go on it, you go off of it, and then later on, it causes these things to happen. In placebo-controlled trials, this was reported at 1.5 and 0.4 uh, in, of patients treated with Ozempic, uh, 0.5 and 0.1, uh, respectively, and not reported to placebo treatment patients. So, it obviously massively increases it. Um, adverse reactions, the most common adverse reactions reported in greater than 5% of the patients treated with Ozempic are nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, abdominal pain, and constipation. It's actually closer to like 45% of the people have nausea, about 25% of the people have, uh, vomiting and, or nausea. And I believe we'll double check those numbers. Um, and, uh, drug, uh, interactions are basically don't take with any other, uh, watch out with, uh, uh. A uh, administered insulin. I can't ever fucking say that. I don't don't know why. Um, Show less. Now we're going to go to the results. The fucking results. Um, Mean baseless. So secondary endpoint, mean change of body weight from baseline at week 40. Okay. So this is uh, secondary endpoint. uh, And this is in patients with type 2 diabetes on metformin. Uh, so, uh, this is, uh, sustained seven. So this is Ozempic versus Trulicity. Ozempic, uh, one milligram versus two milligram. Okay. So this baseline, this is just the baseline. This is Trulicity right here. And this is Ozempic. So, uh, baseline, (laughs) apparently Trulicity has less of an effect on weight loss than just baseline than just diet and exercise. Uh, and it is about 13 pounds in 40 weeks, 13 pounds in 40 weeks. Now, again, the person mean baseline start is 209 pounds. So 13 pounds is about, you know, 8% after 40 weeks, that's weak. That's fucking weak. That's weak sauce. I'm just letting you know. That's some weak shit. Um, these are head to head studies. I just want to get to, let me check out this. Okay. Let me check something here. That's not what I'm looking for. Give me one second. I'm looking for something, looking for something, looking for something. Oh wait, here we go. All right, so this is drugs.com and we are gonna go right here. Drugs.com, wagami. Okay, so uh, we've already gone through the administration and everything like that. Uh, here's the buildup that weeks one through four, they point, point two five, then five through 8.5, then nine through 12. Uh, one, then 1.7 after 13 weeks, and 2.4. This is definitely for Wegovy, right? This is Wegovy. This is not Ozempic. This is Wegovy. This is the other one they were talking about. Um, so, just so everybody understands, uh, here they're talking about the adverse reactions we all just read. By the way, they didn't even mention suicidal behavior and uh, suicidal behavior and ideation. Um, uh, this is why you're not supposed to give it to people that have depression. If you find me a type two diabetic, that is massively, that is morbidly obese, that does not have some sort of depression. I'd like to fucking meet that person. I, I, I would like to meet the person that is type two diabetic, morbidly obese, and does not have some sort of depression. Please, please, please introduce me to that person. Um, let's see, uh, adverse reaction occurring in 2% of WGV patients treated, uh, patients more frequently than with placebo. So, nausea is 16% to 44%. So, 44% of the people that took Weggevy had nausea, 30% uh, had diarrhea, 24% had vomiting, which is four times that of placebo group, Uh, constipation, abdominal pain, headache, uh, fatigue, uh, dyspnea, dizziness, abdominal distension, uh, irritation, eh, flatulence, and blah, blah, blah. Okay, so... Hair loss even, by the way, uh, hair loss, is it possible? Now, here's my thing. I want to uh, I, I want to preface all this with, if this worked for you, please do understand, I'm very happy it worked for you. If you've had no side effects, I'm very, very happy about this. But for this to be a TikTok trend, that you are now going in and asking your doctor about, can I take Wegavi or can I take Ozempic because I can lose weight, if they do not sit down and explain all of these possible risks to you, if your doctor does not explain all the possible risks, go through the entire checklist that I just spewed out to you and let you know that there is a possibility of an increased possibility of nausea, diarrhea, constipation, abdominal pain, headache, fatigue, dyspe- uh, dyspensia, dyspe- dyspepsia, dizziness, abdominal distension, uh, hypoglycemia and type 2 diabetes, flatulence, gastroenteritis, uh, gastro- uh sophia I can't even pronounce shit today, uh, gastritis, hair loss, uh, kidney disease, uh, retinal disorders, increased heart rate, appendicitis, uh, hypotension, uh, injection site reactions, it can cause uh, issues with uh, your immune system, and it has drug interactions. If they don't go over all of this shit with you, they are technically, and I do really mean this, They are technically uh, technically committing medical malpractice as they are not giving you completely informed consent. That is the issue. I mean, I understand that we have this thing where informed consent seems to be a thing of the past in the last couple of years. I'm going to argue that anybody that uh, has in any way told or advised anybody to take a certain treatment without fully discussing with them the possible side effects uh, of a pharmaceutical uh, your medical doctor is, in fact, then in breach of, uh, of their medical license and committing medical malpractice by robbing you of informed consent. So um, we're going to take some questions and we can go from there. Uh, I again, this is the, to me, the people that have used this and it has worked great. Um, I hope that it is not there's not some sort of long term negative effects. Uh I do suggest that uh, it should not be because it's a fad necessarily to take some sort of drug. Uh, I do think that people should be fully understanding uh, that this is a harsh pharmaceutical that has a risk of increased risk of many, many side effects, including suicidal ideation, heart attack, stroke, all these things, kidney disease, thyroid tumors. Uh, it's It's an issue to me. And they're going to push this fucking hot and heavy, just so you understand. Just like I said, they're going to be pushing it hot and heavy um, because they've basically fattened the cow that is the population of America and the UK. Uh, and they are going to push these drugs to unfatten the cow, to make money off of it, to now pull the money out of the fat people. Um, that's absolutely what's going to happen. Um I will, at some point in time, I'm not going to do a head to head between this and product two and no morbidity, because that could be seen as me making claims, but we will do a review about, uh, natural appetite suppressants that can possibly help in their stead. Uh, I, I, to me, the issue is if it's a fad where you're like, Hey, I can lose some weight. I hope. I hope, I hope, I hope that is also coupled with very serious lifestyle mitigation uh, change, uh, because I don't think I don't see that as happening. I, d- I just don't. Um, if you have questions about what you what a good lifestyle mitigation change would be, you can get a 30 minute consultation at the link I just posted uh, as and you can also join just join the app, the Hunger Management Support Group. I will gladly sit and talk to you and give you my best solid advice on what you can do to change your lifestyle. Um, I give free advice here all the time Uh, and we actually pull people on screen. I'm I'm doing a thing right now, again, where I pull people on screen. Um, uh, I just really, I really, really, really think that um, uh, this is a very slippery slope because we're now being told by the media that being obese is, in fact, not the person's fault. It is a chronic illness that they have. Right. So they're setting you up for the patient for life thing. Like I, you know, even when we released no morbidity, I said, I want people to be able to use this, med- use this, not medication, but use this supplement to in fact change their lifestyle. You can look at all my videos. I talk about it that way. That's the thing that's not being said here is this should be used as a way to change your lifestyle. It should be used as a way to find a way to eat that is going to minimize your hunger as much as humanly possible avoid processed carbohydrates, treat sugar like it's alcohol, make sure you're getting plenty of hydration, especially if you're taking Ozempic or Weggevy because it'll be good for your kidneys to take a bunch of fluid Uh, because, I mean, you need to make sure you have plenty of fluid to be able to push out toxins and those sorts of things. Uh, Without insurance, it's about $1,200 a month, anywhere from twelve dollars to fifteen. dollars That's before the the price hike that's about to happen Um, because there's going to be a price hike. You can fucking guarantee it, especially because they are pushing to have this Paid for through Medicare B, meaning the taxpayer will pay for it, um, and I'm not joking. Like we will all, we will all be helping to pay for people's unfattening medications if they get it pushed through Medicare B. Um, that's why I don't like. That's why I mean I used to be a big proponent of universal uh, universal health care, but here's why I changed my mind on universal health care. I personally don't think. Hang on. Here's why I've changed my mind on universal health care. And I used to be a very large advocate for it, that I believe healthcare care is an actual right. Uh, I believe that we are owed the best possibility to be as healthy as humanly possible. And we should not let people suffer. We should not, if somebody develops cancer, we should not let them suffer. We should help take care of them. I do, however, truly believe that in order for this to possibly ever work, Everybody needs to participate in their own health care by trying to avoid getting sick as much as humanly possible through lifestyle and light uh, lifestyle and living situation changes. I believe that everybody needs to participate in this. Right now, we've reached an unsustainable level of shared health care burden in the United States. We have about 4.1, 4.4 trillion dollars a year spent in shared health care expenditure in the United States. And 90% of that is from chronic illness and disease. 80% of that chronic illness and disease is estimated to be lifestyle avoidable, meaning it is lifestyle driven chronic illness that is accounting for 80% of the 90% of the 4.1 to $4.4 trillion. If you do the math on that, that works out to about $2.7 trillion a year spent in America in healthcare burden for avoidable lifestyle driven chronic illness. And that is why I can no longer be an advocate for universal health care because people are simply not participating in their own health care. They are not participating in the avoidance of getting into chronic illness and disease. This is not the person that is in a, an acute car accident. This is not a person that is in an acute uh, that has an acute illness or even a communicable disease. These are people that develop uh Diabetes, which is 90% avoidable by lifestyle mitigation and change. Cardiovascular disease is 80% avoidable by lifestyle mitigation. All cases of cancer are 70% attributed to lifestyle-driven factors. And 70% of all cases of stroke are the same. If people are not going to try to take care of themselves, it is not acceptable nor possible for us to spread that burden around enough, especially when we are in a country that has so seriously many sickly people due to lifestyle-driven illness. It is not feasible. We have so many people, if we took statistics now, the last statistic for obesity were 42.5% and those were 2018 numbers. It has to be close to 60% obesity in America. And the problem is people don't see it because what we know as obese It now looks normal, but the average person in America, the average male is 199.9 pounds at five feet nine inches tall. That's fat as fuck. They have a 40, 40 inch waist. They are indeed fat. The average female is five foot three and about 170 pounds with a 38 inch waist. That is obese. That is obese on a visceral level, on a waist to height ratio level, which is even more predictive than BMI. So it can't even be, we don't even need to use the BMI. We can go up waist to height ratio, which has been statistically shown to be massively more predictive of chronic illness and disease than BMI. America is over 50% sick. We're over 50% obese by those numbers. And those numbers that I just listed off are from 2018 also, I would garner to think that it is over 60% that way, too. Like, we cannot possibly have universal health care when people are not participating in it. Like, we need to participate in health care, all of us. It should be a no-brainer at this point, as two and a half years ago, we were literally told that we needed to close down the world, especially America, because we needed to protect our health care system from being overrun because of the amount of elderly people, which is not that much, And sickly people, which is a fuck ton. We literally closed the world down to protect elderly people, average age 78 or more, which is over the age of life expectancy, by the way, and people that had, uh, and other younger people that had four or more very serious comorbidities, including cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes, cancers, and stroke. Like, we were told we needed to close the country down for fat people, for people that treat their bodies like shit, lifestyle-driven chronic illnesses, people that eat too much, smoke too much, and drink too much. We closed the world down to protect them. This should not be even a question anymore because I understand we don't want to hurt anybody's Fifi's because everybody needs a safe space and everybody is awesome just the way they are, except – If you are gluttoning yourself, drinking yourself, or smoking yourself into illness, you are burdening all of us and you are causing it so that the fear of overloading our healthcare system from a fucking cold is in fact enough for everybody to sit down like lemmings and lose our freedom, as well as add to massive shared healthcare burden and cost. The burden on the healthcare system alone, if we were worried about overloading our healthcare system... Well over 50% of the burden resource-wise in our healthcare system is from chronic illness, is from lifestyle-driven chronic illness, well over 50%. It takes more people to move a fat person. It takes more uh, machinery to uh, take care of a fat person. It is what is clogging our healthcare system, is people treating their bodies like shit. I can no longer be an advocate for universal healthcare because people don't give enough of a shit about themselves. They just want treated when they fuck themselves up instead of trying to do what's good for society, themselves, their family, and even the planet as you have a much larger carbon footprint when you are fat as fuck from the overconsumption than that of a lean person. I can no longer be an advocate for universal healthcare when I at one point in time was. I know this is hard for a lot of people that dislike me to believe, but I have been an independent voter my entire adult life and voted Democrat for many, 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 many years, many years until they lost their motherfucking minds, because that's what this is. We can no longer actually sustain the everybody is perfect just the way they are motif when in fact people are gluttoning themselves, drinking themselves and smoking themselves into societal burden that we all share that is at this stage already unfucking sustainable. It is unfucking sustainable. So that is why I am no longer an advocate for universal health care. Not until we all get on the same page about us trying to avoid using the healthcare system by treating ourselves well, getting to a healthy weight, looking out for the environment by not over-consuming massive amounts of food quantity-wise that causes extra packaging, extra production, and avoiding like 1.6 million deaths a year that are attributed to lifestyle-driven chronic illness. I can no longer do it. Not after 2020, not after it was literally used by Dr. Fauci as an excuse to close down the country because he even said, if we just let everybody get it with the amount of obesity we have, it would be bad. Personally, I don't believe that that's ever a reason to take freedom away from anybody. It should be everybody's choice. I really don't. I disagreed with it the entire time and that's well, well, well documented on the social medias that I'm still allowed to have. But I can say this, they said it You either believe them or you don't. It is a massive burden on society. It is a massive windfall for the healthcare and pharmaceutical industry, because I am telling you this right now. The young people that are in nursing homes, I'm talking young like 60 years old, 65 years old, that should not need anybody to take care of them, should still be in the workforce, but need help people wiping their ass, getting them up out of bed and helping feed them, are all fat. Almost every single one of them are all fucking fat. And they don't live to the point when most other people who are lean then need skilled nursing or assisted living when they get to the point where they're 80 years old and they need somebody to do their laundry for them because they're a little too old and too decrepit. The youngest people that are in rehabilitation centers, physical rehabilitation centers that are in skilled nursings, assisted livings, even independent livings for help with their daily function are indeed people that are sickly due to lifestyle-driven chronic illness. It is statistical fact. So again... I will not support universal health care. As far as I'm concerned, everybody should pay for their own health care out of their own pocket for a little while. Fuck the insurance companies because they just spread that cost around and fuck the hospital system for overcharging and having 75% of their actual costs go to administrative purposes. You know how I know this? I wasn't an administrator. So, that is my that is why in no way shape or form until america gets its shit together why support any type of universal health care god damn no shit uh i was pre-diabetic once but lifestyle change helped me out of that illness great job can uh candid by candid by tenise great job i believe i follow your channel i believe i subscribed i don't know i had the big c and it felt like a cold just like 10 days i like coughed twice I had a much, I had a much worse chest cold not too long ago after I got food poisoning. Uh, I got E. coli from the water. Basically, uh, we had, we had a a boil alert and I, we missed it because they didn't announce it. We found out about it the Monday that I was sick. Um, and then, uh, uh, and then I got a, a chest cold from that, but that lasted a lot longer, a lot longer. So any questions, any questions? Same thing with college. Same thing with colleges. Administrative uh, bloat. It's the healthcare industry is like seventy percent administrative costs. Like you wonder why you pay twenty dollars for a can of Coca-Cola. It's because the can costs fifty cents, and then the labor to bring it to you costs twenty-five cents, and then the rest of it goes toward, you know. And then like about a dollar of it goes towards building and plants and stuff like that, and then the rest of it goes towards the administrators, the uh, board of directors, the all those people, all that shit. Um, but that, that's, uh, that's actually true. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, it's statistical reality. Uh, RSV is going around San Diego County and it's going to, uh, it's going all scare tactic here. Well, children wouldn't be having RSV the way they do if we wouldn't have covered their mouths for two and a half years, kept them inside out of the sunlight. If we'd be giving people 5,000, 10,000, I use vitamin D in a day. Uh, but I hear you. I mean, they're using it as, as a big thing. You watch, they're going to try to push a vaccine for RSV. You watch. You watch. You watch. So, uh, NHL, NHS is overwhelmed. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, the NHS is going to collapse at some point in time within the next five years. Unless they radically change what, what's, what's happening with it. It's going to collapse. Um, anyway, guys, I am about an hour and a half in. I've got or an hour and a half. I'm about 57 minutes. i got about two and a half minutes left. So any questions? I don't know where the fucking an hour and a half came from. I really don't. I don't know. I don't even know why I said that. Crazy shit. Um, Let's see here. Uh, My mom is waiting to be put into a care home, and she is 67 due to dementia and isn't fat. She stands out as being one of the rare few that aren't fat. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, And and my, 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 my sincere condolences. Dementia is a horrible, horrible, horrible illness. What has been done about dementia is massively horrible. Like, I don't know if any of you guys realize this. This is another reason why you shouldn't trust the healthcare system that much. I'm just letting you know. But the entirety of the research on Alzheimer's disease for the last 20 years was fraudulent on purpose like the base the base studies on it were wrong on purpose uh and so we've been basically treating these people we don't know if it's actually fucking helped them or not it's fucking crazy uh don't have any questions but i would like to say that yesterday i fit into a size small for the first time it was a 4xl just over a year ago let's go fuck and a that is amazing that's a fucking hero right there goddamn great goddamn job slate great job what what do you recommend for sleep? I use, uh, I don't even, it's around here somewhere. I thought I had it somewhere. I use a more, uh, a ritual PM, but I also have a sleep routine. I do. I make sure the room temperature is nice and low. I put an extra blanket if I'm having a hard time sleeping. I take a contrast shower, meaning like three minutes, hot, one minute, cold, two minutes, hot, one minute, cold, one minute, hot, one minute, cold, get out, dry off and get into the warm bed. And as my body, as the bed heats my body up, um, Uh, As the bed heats my body body up, it helps me relax and helps me go to sleep. So just something to try. Uh, The advocates for universal health care always use the argument of what about uh, people with cancer? Uh, You don't want to help them? Of course I want to help them. But I want to help them by also pointing out that 70% of all cases of cancer are lifestyle driven. You know, and I absolutely, like I I said, I want to help everybody. You, You know what would be easier to help people with cancer? If we didn't have to treat fucking massive amounts like, you know, 50 million people with type 2 diabetes. Like, the amount of diabetic foot amputations in the next couple years is going to be fucking crazy. Crystal actually sent me a fucking uh, video that I I wish I would fucking sent to to here already. Like, they're almost joking about how people are going to be losing their feet. They're almost joking about it. Let me see if I can fucking send that real quick. That would be something I do here. Hang on a second. One second. One second. See if I can send that to myself. Um, And then I'll, I'll end it with that. There it is. So let me see if I can get that sent real quick. Hang on one second, guys. Hang on one second. It's sending, it's sending, it's sending. There it is. Okay. So, hang on. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, hold on. Check this out. This is from iSpot um, This is uh, this is an interesting thing. Crystal is fucking genius. She sends me all this shit. So get a load of this. Get a load of this shit. Everybody see that? and okay here we go and one more time listen to this
1: your diabetes can affect more than blood sugar if left untreated these could lead to this your diabetes can affect more than blood sugar if left untreated
0: these could lead to this they literally make fun of the person like this is the fucking stage we're at. like we they just make a joke about, about about the person losing their foot and needing a peg leg like a fucking pirate. Like this is the stage, this is the silliness that we're at in society right now. I mean, we literally, I mean, people, how I don't how people have not freaked out about this is because they don't think it's gonna happen to them, but they're literally joking about how. Like, if you don't take care of your feet, you'll lose your fucking feet. Like, not that I've never made jokes about it before. But I have made jokes about it before, just to be fully disclosed. But, but holy shit, like, I mean, this is a company marketing this. And by the way, for those of you that have heard me talk about before how the biggest thing we need to do is look out for footwear, please ignore the fact that these motherfuckers just made fun of people losing their foot and needing a fucking peg leg. Dr. Um, Comfort
1: extra wide widths.
0: The Dr. Comfort's has extra wide width shoes, large
1: toe boxes, and
0: extra large toe boxes, custom
1: orthotics to help take care of your feet,
0: and custom orthotics to help take care of fashion. And with feet.
1: fashionable styles, they'll look like real shoes, not shoe boxes.
0: They'll look like real shoes. Well, what the fuck else would they look like? They're on your fucking feet.
1: So pick diabetes where it hurts with diabetic footwear from drcomfort.com.
0: I love how they're like kick diabetes where it hurts because like, it's not like you're curing diabetes. You're just making it so like the person's foot doesn't fucking fall the fuck off. But I mean, it is, don't get me wrong. Like uh, I just, I think the ad is absolutely fucking like completely crazy ass ridiculous in a sign of our times where they're literally making fun of like a person losing their foot to diabetes and like the, the peg leg comes out and they actually say arg. I mean, they actually say arg. Hang on. We got to listen to it one more time.
1: Your diabetes can affect more than blood sugar. If left untreated, these could lead to this. Your diabetes can affect more than blood sugar.
0: I love how the crab comes and takes the foot off, too. If left untreated, these could lead to this. Doctor. <laughs> uh, too much. Just too much. Too much. Too much. I can't. I can't. I can't anymore. I can't. Um, all right, guys. Now we're a little over now. What the fuck? Uh, this is for shoes. Yeah, it's for, it's for fat people shoes. Um, but, uh, I'm not making fun of people with wide feet. Uh, Amy, I'm saying like, I, I don't make, I absolutely wouldn't make fun of people with wide feet. I have said many, many, many times, um, that, uh, we should have, uh, we should have shoes made for, made for, uh, bigger people. Uh, crabs say you don't need this. It is just fucking crazy. Uh, it's it's just oh okay I, I just want to make sure I want to make sure um, too much ultra processed carbs turns you into into a pirate too much ultra processed carbohydrates turn you into a pirate absolutely so listen guys it's been fun I will be back tomorrow happy Thanksgiving to those of you I don't know when I'm gonna be on I'm just gonna fucking come on uh I, Amy I know I hear you I hear you I hear you I hear you. we're good we're good um uh, uh, but I will be back on sometime tomorrow, probably in the morning before I start cooking and stuff like that. And I hope everybody has a great like, Thanksgiving. We might have just pull people on to ask Q&A and whatever tomorrow, keep it light and everything like that. But I hope all of you have a great motherfucking day. Thank you for joining. I appreciate it. Please do check out, by the way, uh, please do check out. We, we will be having specials starting on Friday, uh, Friday at midnight for coaching. And we will be releasing the new book. And uh, we will be having a special for uh to join the group with the book and all that two tiers of coaching. We are going to be running a uh, special on our accountability coaching, which is daily communication with weekly video conference calls. We focus on small lifestyle changes bit by bit. uh, And we help you help teach you accountability skills and knowledge about food. And then we are doing another uh, style coaching. We are having a 10 slot only 10 slot only um, high tier coaching where I or Crystal, depending on who you would like, because it doesn't necessarily, if I'm not your cup of tea, Crystal probably is. Um, uh, we will guide you through workouts twice a week via zoom, just one-on-one us and you in your place or in your gym or wherever, as long as you can set up the camera and we can see you and we can talk to you. You can put Bluetooth, headset in and we will guide you through workouts twice a week. Um, and that is our top tier. We are taking 10 slots and uh, it will be reduced by 25% of what it would normally be. And that is two times a week plus daily communication plus, uh, menu tracking meal suggestion, uh, full calendaring you out. We, uh, we are looking for this to be just for 10 people only. So if you are interested in that, you can even send me a, send me a, a DM on the MFNCOO COO right here uh, on both Twitter or Instagram and let me know because that one's going to go fast. So uh, how long would the coaching be for? The coaching would be month to month. Uh, and it would be, you know, so it, it's, uh, it's by the month coaching. You know, so uh, and the coach, like I said, 10 slots for as long as the person needs the coaching. We don't fire clients. Uh, we, we we actually we don't fire clients at all. We have some people that pay us for coaching that we check in on every day and they, they kind of like sound and they kind of jump in like once, uh, you know, once a week or so just to talk to me and everything like that or talk to Crystal. She's got quite a few people that just talk to her or they uh, we hold them accountable daily via our group chat, which is just myself, Crystal and the person. Uh, and we check their food, we check their hydration, we ask them questions, we teach them about stuff, we give them different scenarios, but we also give them different tactics to help deal with different life events, such as weddings, holidays, those sorts of things. Um, And we basically try to teach the person, coach the person to learn how they can then make adjustments in the future for when they're done with coaching. So uh, I hope everybody has a great goddamn day, and I hope to talk to you soon. Goddamn.